Welcome to Trail Manners, the podcast so dedicated to mountain trails and running that they broadcast out of a 78 Volkswagen bus in the mountains. Who does that? Eric and Joel are your hosts and will bring you the trail life as you may have not heard it before. You hear about everything from gear reviews, nutrition to keep you upright and moving forward, and they'll even bring guests into the bus for conversations that you won't hear anywhere else. It's time for some running adventures on a higher elevation. The old 78 Volkswagen bus is fired up and headed to the mountains. Here are your hosts for Trail Manners, proudly representing the 801 with their passion and love for the trails, Eric Manning and Joel Hatch. Welcome to the Trail Manners Podcast, episode 115. Today, we're going to be talking with Preston Wood. So if this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The Trail Manners Podcast is produced every week for your enjoyment, and show notes are found at trailmanners.com. Come back often, and please feel free to add the podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Trail Manners. All links are in the show notes. Now let's get after it. All right, welcome back to the Trail Manners Podcast, a Tuesday episode. It's only been like 18 months since our last one or something. <laughs> That's okay. Maybe a incubation period of some type of animal. Uh, but we're back here at Mount Ogden Park in Ogden, Utah, home of the Ogden Trail Running Festival. And we're outside in a nice overcast day. This is pretty nice. It's a really nice day. This is almost like Bellingham weather, isn't it? Oh, you brought it up. Yeah, I know. I've been talking about it too much. Jill's really slapped me. But it kind of is, though, for real. It is. <laughs> I'll take it. Um, Keeps the snakes away. It does. We didn't see any this morning on our trip up Maylands. It was raining. Chilly. It was raining, too. Because we were, we were out on the Ambassador of Fun birthday run. Steph we, Gardner had we a were. birthday run up Maylands that we got invited to, so we showed up. So that was nice. And we have jackets on, but our guest does not have a jacket on. He's tougher than we are. Yeah, I don't know if I'm tougher. I just may be dumber. No, you need to get used to the heat, though. Yeah, that's the problem. I should have been like five layers deep today <laughs> so I could get ready right. for Western. So you'd have like hand warmers, Good thing puffy a propane coat. heater over here. Put I on. Should, yeah, I should have had a puffy and like at least five layers, sweatpants. Hand warmers, foot warmers. I, that would have been the good move. Right. Well, I would have given you the 20-foot-long cord for the mic, and I've been way over here, and I've been yelling to you. <laughs> I should have probably been doing some push-ups and sit-ups and stuff, too. There's I plenty of time to do that yeah, in the show. For you sure. can do bench step-ups while we're yeah, doing I need that. Yeah, I need to work on the quads, for sure. I need to probably work on the short game. You know? <laughs> get, get, a, get them a little higher, show off the oh, quads yeah. a little bit. You know? That's the way to do it. Well, trail manners, Joel does know this because... Uh, before we get in too much of the show, um, we're going to have a shorty short run this year. A Trail Manor shorty short get together run like oh, on 22nd. Man. And you want to hear something funny? I got back from Bellingham. Mm-hmm. I met, uh, picked up my daughter. She was shopping with my sister. Yeah. I picked her up, and uh, there was a sale on shorts at this store, mm-hmm. but they were only women's shorts. <laughs> but an XXL women's terry cloth short. Fits me pretty nice. Pretty good. Yeah. Are we talking yeah. 1980s Terry Cloth? Yes, yes. Oh, was the right <laughs> piping? Yes, yes. <laughs> so hot. And uh, I might have bought a pair for it. Dude, they come with full. leg warmers, too. Oh, this is, this is Dude, full It comes on. with a built-in moose knuckle, too. <laughs> 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 that that was the extra option. Yeah, I didn't buy the options because yeah. I didn't have the coupon. I didn't have the, I didn't have the group on. <laughs> I stayed away from the moose knuckle. But yeah, so we're all of that. But anyway, our guest today, Mr. Preston Wood here out of Ogden, Utah. Uh, we've met Preston through the show. Um, yep. He actually yep. came and volunteered at the Nordic Valley 7K in December. When oh, is that this year? That is December-ish, like ish? the second weekend, like the 15th that, or 16th. I think it is that weekend. It is, Yeah, but I just didn't know the exact That's date. That's okay. You're close. You pressed me, man. That's all right. 
But that was a good event. That was good to get to know you guys. Well, well run event. Everybody had a good time. I think there was so. even snow. There was snow. <laughs> we ordered that up the night before. Yeah, so Preston came with us on our recon run. Yep. Right? And then volunteered at yeah. the race. So we he was our sweeper. He was our sweeper. But the best part about that, and we're going to get into it later in the show, but the best part is I think the day, it was like not like the week before, day before of the re- recon run, there was a lottery. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was like, it literally was like the week before, I think. Yeah, and uh, something was posted, and I I think we replied back to him, oh, you'll get in. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, no, actually, how it went down was you guys were down uh, in St. George for the for the capstone oh, race. Oh, yeah. And uh, you guys, like, I think Turtle had something up. You guys were, like, watching it there at the start-finish area. And uh, you guys were like, you know, oh, hey, we're watching the lottery. And, and uh, I think I posted something silly like, well, uh, you know, by way of the trail manners, gods, hopefully I get in right. uh, to Western States. And, uh, you know, I was just joking. I, I really didn't think I had a chance. I think it was like less than a 2% chance right. to get in. For a first time. Yeah, for a first time. I have one ticket in, in the well, I was going to say, so you've been putting in for 10 years. Oh, 10 years for sure, or one. <laughs> one. Whatever comes sooner. One time. But, yeah, and then I uh, I found out I got in. I, I just did Ben Loman that morning. I... I uh, I, I didn't pay attention to the lottery at all because I had no chance, right? right. And I, I get down, and, and we go to breakfast, me and my wife and kids, and, and we're just sitting there, and my Facebook starts blowing up, and you guys had said something on Instagram, and we're just dying because I, I, got, I got in. I think I said something like, the trail manners gods are the only true gods. Yeah, you did. You know, I remember reading that. Something like that. It. Yeah, because I, I was pretty fired up. I, I, I put in because I figured maybe in four or five years I'd be running that race. Right. And to get in with one ticket, I know I'm pretty lucky. I don't mean to rub it in to, to anybody. To that, everybody out there. Yeah, to right. everybody. So, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, that's how I got in. I mean, I, that day I just wasn't even paying attention. So in the future, just ask the Trail Manners guys for the blessing. That's right. You know, and, and they'll hook it up and don't pay attention. Well, you did two things in my book. One, you did ask the Trail Manners gods. But two, you did your sacrifice run that morning. I did. That's important. I'm a firm believer if you're in a lottery, whenever that is, you should be running. Like Got I know to. people like to watch or hang out in front of their t- computer screen, but right. I'm a firm believer is you're out sacrificing the run, right? right. It's like your get-to run. So, um, yeah, we are outside, so if you hear a little wind blowing, that's just part of the ambiance of this podcast. Right. Uh, we don't have any special soundproofing or tent or anything. We're literally at a picnic table with right. no cover. So so give us a little background about, because, uh, you know, we, we haven't known you for long. Um, give us a little background of yourself, kind of where you're from, uh, and then we'll kind of get into the, the running section of it, and then we'll just keep we'll just keep diving. Right on. We'll just keep going. So it's <laughs> I've got a pretty interesting background. Uh, so I grew up in, in West Valley City, uh, went to Hunter High there. I, I was a big time, well, thought I was big time. I wasn't really big time. I, I played football. Right. Um, I, I was an offensive lineman. Okay. So it, at my highest weight, I was about 300 pounds. Holy Ooh. cow. And so I... Uh, Joel's that was, peeking. <laughs> He's looking at <laughs> I'm looking at your frame to yeah, see if you no, can that was, I, I got a picture we can post on the podcast. We need so, I, so I played there at Hunter High. We, we won a lot of football games. I, I played with a lot of really good players that made me look better and... <laughs> and after that that little career there, I walked on, not scholarship, just walked on at Southern Utah University, played offensive line down there for one year, um, and then did a little something that a lot of people around here do. I went on a church mission right. for a couple years uh, to Argentina, where I fell in love with the great game of soccer, nice. uh, oh boy. as you guys well know. 
And uh, while I was in Argentina, I had this buddy of mine, this companion that I lived with, that started talking about how his dad did these these running events where he would run 100 miles. Right. Uh, his dad is a two- or three-time Wasatch 100 finisher. Awesome. Um, and so that's kind of was my first introduction. Right. And, you know, I, I lost quite a bit of weight on my mission. I came back at, at a, a svelte 240. Nice. Uh, nice. <laughs> Where'd you go? Argentina? Argentina, okay. yeah, to Buenos Aires there. So, um, But, yeah, so I came back a little light, and while I was gone, the whole coaching staff at Southern Utah got fired. So I didn't go back there. I I decided I was going to try to walk on at the University of Utah. Just a little bit smaller program. Yeah, smaller program. Yeah. Well, I figured if I was going to do it, I, be, I might as well go big. Go big, right? Yeah, go big or go home. And so I, uh, I, I was going to walk on at the University of Utah, so I got my weight back up to 300 pounds. Wow. And then, uh, you know, this is like, like I said, working out every day, 300 pounds. But uh, it was it was a lot of work. And then I... Uh, after after I started getting my weight back up, I met my wife, and that's when I realized that uh, it probably wasn't a good idea to be a walk-on football player and try to be a husband. <laughs> so uh, you don't make any money. You can't have a job. you got to be all the time football, football, football. So I, uh, I stopped playing football, and uh, we got married, and I stayed huge. You know, stopped working out as much. Uh was 300 pounds, and we'd been married for about six months, and... Uh, and we were sitting watching The Biggest Loser on mm-hmm. TV. And I was like, man, I'm as heavy as some of those people. I look a lot better. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, I'm, as, but I'm as much handsomer. Actually had worked out recently. Right. You know, not as much as I had been to get that heavy. But, and then I was like, you know, I've got to do something about this. Right. And so I started running to lose, to lose the weight. So started off with a 5K with my wife. And I'll never forget the first run we went on. Uh, we did like a two-mile jog around the block. Hit anybody. And she just hammered me. My <laughs> wife did. You know, just like killed me. I couldn't go. And, uh, you know, I just kind of worked at it from there. Kind of a long, slow progress. That was about seven years ago. Wow. So, and it's been, it's been a battle up and down with weight right. ever since then. But, uh, you know, right now I'm in a pretty good spot since I found trail running. So I ran several marathons, half marathons, road stuff, and would just always constant gain a little weight, you know, back up to. So, like, right now, I'm the lightest I've ever been. Like, 190, right? Okay. Light, lightest I've ever been. That's for awesome. Me. And, uh, you know, I, I'll get down to 200, and then I'll get up to 230 again, and then down to 200. Oh, so, my. So, that was with road running, but mm-hmm. since I started hitting the trails, it's a little bit easier to be consistent because I enjoy it a lot more. Right. Yeah. I, uh, the, I dreaded the long run uh, when I was road running. Okay. Hated it. Hmm. And uh, now I, I really love being out, you know, four or five hours in the mountains is a lot better than an hour and a half on the road, I think. So, I don't know. So what do you, what are your, like, close friends and family that knew you at 300 pounds, um, you know, playing football to where you're at now? I mean, what's kind of their whole, I don't know, what do they say? I mean, what are their, what's their look at it? So my parents have... It's it's kind of funny. When I get to about 215, my mom thinks I'm too skinny, you know, so she's just, she's like, hey, you're you're getting a little too skinny there. And, uh, you know, like this last big push, uh, I, I've lost since the Bear 100 that was my Western qualifier, I've lost 35 pounds since then. Right. Uh, so I ran the Bear at like 225, you know. Uh, <laughs> and uh, she's just like, well, how skinny do you think you need to be? You don't need to be that skinny, you know. So that's that's that side of things. But most people are just really, and my mom's supportive. Yeah. Right. You know, she's supportive of it, but she just likes to give me a hard time. Right. Um, but people that from high school, not many of them, I think, 
realize how skinny I've gotten. Right. Uh, they just kind of they they know that I do stuff in the mountains. I don't. I'm not a big social media guy. Like I post, you know, vistas and stuff on, on social media, but don't really talk much about what I do and that I that I like to run and. You know, they think I'm hiking most of the time, I think. But, uh, which I, obviously we do plenty of hiking. We do. <laughs> so they probably look at you and go, man, you look different. Oh, yeah. You grew a beard. The people, yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the people who I get the weirdest responses from are the people that have only known me since I've been, you know, 230 or less. Okay. When they oh, see yeah. that picture of, you know, I'm in sales. And so when I, when I get talking about football, people are like, you know, you just talk about yourself in sales. It's kind of annoying, I'm sure, to people that have to listen to me all day. But, uh, you know, building relationships. And when they they hear that I played offensive line, they're like, well, like Joel was sizing me up earlier. <laughs> yeah, right? I was. You, you didn't play offensive line. There's yeah. no way. Right. And then I, I have this picture that I'll, I'll show you guys. And, and uh, they just are like, well, that's not you. You know, that's the initial reaction. And But they, they know it's me. I mean, right. it has my name right above the picture. It's like the team picture, you know. Uh, but yeah, so that's the biggest reaction I get. It's been kind of a slow enough progression, I think, from 300 to where I am now that people kind of got used to it. People see it yeah, every day. Or where, more often. where people that see me from now and, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago, that's the big shock. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh, you were huge. Yeah. You know? Like your old, the running backs would follow you through the hole. They'll be like, yeah, what? well, come on, man. <laughs> that's a funny <laughs> yeah. thing. Like every quarterback I played with in high school is now heavier than me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. It's usually how it works. It is usually I how think. it works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's interesting because we've had other people on the show, um, kind of in the same like that we hadn't known at that time, right? Brad Sween mm-hmm. was one of them. He was telling us he was like a hundred pounds heavier or something, right. and we were yeah. looking at him the same way, right? Um, uh, Melissa Solomon, Solomon same uh-huh. thing. We're like because we didn't know him then, yeah. And then they did the same thing, kind of showed us some photos. Larry Adams, he hasn't been on the show, but he lost like three hundred. 200 and wow. 300. I mean, he was up to 400, I think, or something like that. I think like he that. was four, maybe even close to five. Yeah. And he was showing. And so it's just yeah. interesting because, like you said, we don't know any better. Yeah. Right? I look at you and I'm like, same thing. It's like, yeah, yeah you didn't pay. Uh, there's a reason why you didn't get a scholarship for offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, buddy. There's not a 190 pound offensive line. <laughs> I haven't seen one, not even arena football. Yeah. You know? <laughs> They're usually a little heavier. Um, but that's really cool to hear your story and also. You know, kind of that fluctuation part, especially since you jumped over to trail, and then kind of that same thing of your wanting to be on the trails. Right? Yeah. So that makes a big difference. I, I think when you're consistent, it just kind of naturally happens, right? You just For burn sure. and burn and burn. Um, so you have, like you mentioned, you did do the bear last year. You do have, uh, from what we could see, again, this could be like maybe you had some alter ego when you were there, but you started like, squ- you did Squaw Peak last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So a year ago, because Squaw Peak, this we're recording this on a Friday, June, yeah. today's June 1st. Yeah. So June 2nd is Squaw Peak. You did that last year in 1248. Yep. Um, and then you did the bear. Wait, back up. When, what was your first ultra race? So... I'll I'll back up a little bit more to my transition from roads to ultra, and then we'll okay, get cool. into that. So I uh, I work for this company Zimmer Biomet, mm-hmm. and uh, one day I was talking with one of our uh, well she, now she's in HR, but I was talking she was in she did a lot of our expiring inventory back then, and I was just talking with her that one day, and and uh, she found out that I ran, and she's like, oh well well my husband runs a little bit. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I was like, at that time, I was really hyper-focused on qualifying for Boston. Okay. Right. So, like, I was, you know, running, pounding it on the road, just getting injured all the time. <laughs> you know, like, it was the worst. <laughs> but I, I like the grind. You know, that's one thing that transfers is the grind. But so she's like, yeah, you ought to meet my husband one time. I didn't think anything of it. Lots of people say, oh, I, I know so-and-so that runs <laughs> right. a lot. And uh, and so then 
uh, one day my boss sends me to go get fireworks, and it's from this gal's husband. Uh, he's a fireworks salesman. And so <laughs> I'm liking this so road I, So I meet him, and him and his brother come out, and uh, they they both have these huge beards, and and they just kind of they don't look much like what I think runners look like. I'm right. used to like marathon. They look like know, fireworks yeah, salesmen. Yeah, right. <laughs> they look like fireworks salesmen for sure. <laughs> and they come out, and they I was like, so so your wife tells me you run, and they're like, yeah, we kind of run. And I was like, well, what do you guys do? And they're like, oh, you like we. We like to run on the trails, and I was like, "Oh, cool!" And in my mind, like I, I look back at it, and I've talked about it with them since. But I, I had to have come across as the biggest d bag of right. all time, because I was like, "Oh, so like how?" Like I asked them, like, "So you guys ever like run a marathon?" Like that's the only thing that I had <laughs> to yeah. really right. measure with, and they're like. No, not like we've run like some trail marathons. Right. And I was like, oh, like how fast? And he's like, oh, like I ran. He's like, I think I ran like the last marathon I did in like in like 420 or something. Which is you know? fast, and right? And it was like Bo Show or something. He had run, like, run like 420 <laughs> yeah. or something. And I was just like, oh, okay. Well, that, you know, in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's pretty These slow. slow. Yeah. 420. Oh, my gosh. Like... <laughs> And so I, I was just, I had to have been the biggest D-bag. But then as I, I got to know this guy again, um, I'm going to name drop him because he he really didn't want me to. His name's Ian Ferris. Okay. So okay. Ian, I've heard the name. Ian's pretty low-key kind of guy. And his brother Colin, I'll name drop those two because they really don't want me to name drop them. Nice. But uh, so, I, you know, they as I've gotten to know them, they're, they're pretty serious about it, pretty dedicated, good runners. And they, they kind of got me into it on, on a lower-key kind of side. And so that's... That's how I I signed up for Squaw Peak because I told Ian that I wanted to do the Bear 100. Right. And he's like, okay, well, you know, why why don't you run Squaw Peak then? Because he does Squaw Peak every year. Yeah. Right. So that's Squaw was my first real like trail ultra, but I did Pony Express. I don't know if that's on there. Pony Express was my first 50 mile. Did you? And that was uh that was miserable. <laughs> that was the hardest race I've ever done mentally and emotionally. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when was that? Was that 2016? That would have been, yeah, 2016. Okay. So fall of 2016, October. Yeah. Yep. So that was my first, and then, then Squaw Peak. So anyway, sorry, I'm I'm pretty long winded here, wow. guys. That's all right. This is what these podcasts are for. Yeah. It helps when me and Jill don't have to talk. Heck yeah. So Squaw Peak, what did you think of that? Because that's a that's like one of the original Utah ultras. Yeah. Um, and it's like for Utah runners, that's kind of like. Right passage. The right of passage. No, for sure. Right. So, how did you feel after that one? Since it was your first quote, I'm going to call it a trail. Your first real yeah, trail. Yeah, first ultra. trail, real trail ultra. I guess the Pony Express trail, but it's a dirt road. Yeah, right. Right. Davey can argue with me if he wants. <laughs> but, uh, anyways, so I went into it with a goal of of going under 12 hours. Yeah, you know, I I goal. knew that it was going to be pretty hard. I I was uh, I was actually looking at pictures today. From the race last year, and I was about 2:35 racing okay. Squaw Peak last year. I right. I had gotten pretty heavy. Uh, we had had a kid in the fall, and that winter we some things had happened where I I turned to food like I do often. Hey, you don't need to explain <laughs> that. <laughs> no explanation. I started eating my feelings too. a little bit. Hey, we we walked up and saw a food truck. We're excited about yeah, after the show. Exactly. We're gonna crush <laughs> that. We're gonna have to go hit that after. <laughs> but I uh, 
I went into it with the mindset of I want to be under 12 hours, and, and it, it's a pretty rugged course. I got some pretty good advice to take it easy the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a big climb at the start, and then it's it's kind of fire roads down into Hobble Creek Canyon, and then you run on the pavement for a little bit, and then you eventually connect on some trails, and there's, it's a, I think it's like 14 miles of climbing from, like, steady climb from Hobble Creek to the top of Windy Pass. And, right. And the day before the race, Bozung, the, the race director, had said in the meeting, oh, I think there's like 100 yards of snow uh, on the course. And I was like, oh, 100 yards, that's not going to be a big deal. And I, I was new to trail running. You know, I I just moved to the uh, to the Ogden area last February and started running these trails, and I'd never run in snow, oh, ever. Wow. And so I I, uh, I get to the top of Windy Pass, and we get down to the aid station, and, and I get some water there, and, and I was on track for my goal. And uh, I looked down, and I was like, so is it that way to the aid station people? And it looks like a ski resort, you know? <laughs> like, it, it's like, uh, I thought there was like 100 yards of snow. There's like, I can't see dry anything. And so I, I no joke had a 40-minute mile from the aid station that first mile down because I didn't know what to do in the snow. Gotcha. I was just nervous I was going to hit a tree or I was right. going to slide off the mountain. Like, there's probably a lot of fatigue factors there, too. Right. And so I ended up, you know, coming in 45 minutes after my goal, I think. Uh, yeah. So the snow kind of snow kind of gotcha. threw me for a loop. And I think I was just a little mentally weak. That was your first one, too. <laughs> yeah, it was. And, and squat, if, if you haven't done it, that's just a tough course. It, it is, is hard. For no matter who you are, because there's, like you said, there's sections of road mm-hmm. that really take the wind out of you. Yep. Windy Pass is a monster. The downhill off Windy is not a joke. No, and usually there's down long. trees. and Yeah, well, and a lot of people argue that it's easier in the snow. So I'll find out tomorrow if that's if that's, that's the case. Oh, yeah, because you're running tomorrow. Yeah, I'm running yeah. tomorrow. What's the course looking like right now? Uh, there is zero snow yeah. is what well, uh, everybody says. Is that like says. a legit zero that's snow? That's legit. People have run that back half and said there's no snow. And the weather's yeah. supposed to be cooler. Yeah, it's supposed to only be like, I think, 75 or 80 is a oh, high in the valleys man. tomorrow. So you're and going, last, and like, that's the other thing. Last year it was uh, it was like 90 degrees. Yeah, it was. Hot. So you're going under hot. 11 hours tomorrow? Uh, I mean, I I think so for sure. I, I have a little. I have 30. Push. Yeah, we're nice. we're gonna be pretty aggressive tomorrow, but try not to blow up too bad. Yeah. So no, go go for it. Yeah, yeah. go for it. Just man. go for it. Spin those tires. It's gonna be fun. I yeah. Just, I mean, just load up on the Smurf nuts and go for it. <laughs> that's a little secret way. No, I'm I'm ready to go. I'm ready to run fast tomorrow. Oh yeah, boy, like awesome. we've been running so strong. Like, yeah, you have. We've been we've only seen you a couple times on the trail. Barely, barely. Okay. It's like a streak. <laughs> Come on, it's like now. a streak. It's like zing. I'm like, yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Preston. No, that was the dozer. That was it. <laughs> we saw dozer yesterday. <laughs> we saw him last week too. So I'm just still yeah. got saying, yeah. I ain't moving. I hope yeah. you guys get over. I know. Yeah. We saw yeah, Nova yesterday, too. Yeah. Thank yeah. God we there was a little bit of room. <laughs> Nova was not moving, and he was going fast. Not going to move. He no. didn't. No. He, he was by us, like, and I, we started giggling. It wasn't even a, he didn't look up, didn't say hi. He's like, zing. He's yeah. like doing five-minute pace. Yeah. yeah. So we, we were on the wrong course yesterday. Yeah. That was the speed course. That we were was on. the speed course. <laughs> um, okay, so we did Squaw Peak, and then, you, like you said, you did the Bear. That was yeah. your first 100. Wait, yeah. nothing between Squaw Peak and the Bear? I actually did the Skyline 55K. Nice. Yeah. That's so, a good course. And, I, I mean, it's our backyard. It, yeah. It's a good course. Uh, yeah. I, I enjoyed that. I ran pretty well there. Um better than I probably should have. It was a good, it's a good hot race too, you yeah, know, that for people going hot. into Wasatch and Bear. Yep. It's because it was really hot. People were dying. Yeah. There was much carnage going around. Nice. And you liked that one though. I, I did. I mean, but I, I run that stuff all the time. Yeah. It's kind so. of the home trail. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
So you went into the bear, and you did 31.51 for your first 100, which at the bear as well. So, yeah. I mean, that's quite the progression. Right? Yeah. I mean, you picked some some solid races, but were yeah, you did. pleased with your time at the bear? Were you looking for sub-30? You know, for I was pleased because I wanted to finish, yeah, right? right? Like, that was, that was the main goal. Yeah. You know, I thought if I had a good day, I could go maybe under 28, but I really wanted under 30, and that didn't happen, but I was still very happy to finish. Uh, because it's a tough course and, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. I was on pace until, uh, Beaver mountain there at mile 76 where you go inside Mm -hmm. and I just had a mental come apart. I was physically totally okay. And I just sat there and felt really sorry for myself for about 90 minutes. Yeah. And, uh, my wife finally was like, Hey, so, you know, you have plenty of time, right? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm going to (laughs) finish. But uh, I walked it in from there. Okay. So, except for uh, somebody picked me up. I'm trying to remember his name. But uh, he picked me up there about eight miles from the finish and kind of kept me going. And that was so slick downhill last year. I was. Yeah. For those of us in that 30-plus hour range, it it started raining and... There was lots of slipping and sliding and yeah. and all sorts of fun. It well, was a party. I was at the finish line. And you could def- distinctly see the people that beat the rain and yep. the ones that didn't. The people that beat the rain looked good. Everybody else had mud slicks yeah. like, all over their, their legs, their shirt. They were just down falling down that hill. Yeah. yeah, it was a total slip and slide down that last descent. And then that was the qualifier yep. um, for Western States. So Western States, why? Just because it's Western States? yeah. I mean, I wanted to run, I'd like to run that and Hard Rock, you know, so I put in for both, just knowing that you have to accumulate those points to get in, and and I, I mean, my plan this year was to go back to the Bear and and exact some revenge on it, Yep. and uh, instead I got into Western, and I'm still going to do the Bear at the end of the summer, but, uh, you know, I got into Western, and that kind of kept me on my toes all winter, you know, when you have an early season race, (laughs) it kind of lights a fire under your ass and you have to be ready to go right? and one that you n- don't know if you'll ever get into it it's yeah, like almost yeah. like a one shot thing right, right? No, it's like, sure it's not one of those things where yeah you know i'll get used to the course this year and it's like this yeah is probably my only shot realistically yeah. it's how you have to think going in no for sure and that's how i've trained you know i've I've been training like this is my only chance to get out there and and i better put a good good effort forward because i might not ne- i might never get back so how how is your tr- your training's going well like you mentioned are you talking to people that have done Western, or are you talking to people like Ian and Colin and people that are been in the sport longer? I mean, how are you getting some of the, the prep ready for Western? Are you just going in based off of what you've already done? Yeah, so I, I've been just kind of talking to as many people as I can, um, people that have run it. The only person that I really know that's run the course uh, is Shane Martin okay. here locally. And so I, I've talked with Shane a couple times about it. But as far as mileage and everything goes, you know, as you guys know, it, it's kind of an individual thing, yeah. right, yep. I, and training, philosophy. And, and so uh, last year I, I think I had, like, one 70-mile week all year and, and like, a couple 60-mile weeks. And, and this year I wanted to get and have a pretty strong block of 70-mile weeks. That was just kind of something I had if my body felt okay. Yeah. And so that's kind of, you know, 70 miles with close to 15,000 avert has kind of been my wheelhouse uh, as far as what I feel good about doing and where I feel like I'm getting uh, getting a lot of positive, uh, positive results from. Yeah. That's a jet going over. We're still good. We got fly over fly by here. Him. He's just checking us out. He's going. Yeah. There's, there's making the sure we're not crew. causing any problems. <laughs> He's zing, they're zinging. Um, so with with that, with your training, have 
is there anything you've, besides your mileage, are you focusing on anything else? So in the winter when it was, you know, snowy and cold, I was trying to do some pretty good tempo workouts once a week uh, on the treadmill or on the parkway. Uh, I'd try to do, you know, like an eight-mile tempo run with a warm-up. So I'd I'd try to, you know, creep down to like a a 7.20-ish pace for that, you know, eight miles and see how it went. And I did some, you know, what for me is considered speed work uh, leading up to it. And I think that's really helped me this spring uh, is I've I've only – I've raced twice this spring. So I I did Bow Show. And then I did your guys' race, the best race uh, Ogden had to offer this oh, spring. That's nice. the Gib Wallace race. That's very that's well a, run. That's a very yeah. uh, challenging, true 10-mile yes. trail course. Very challenging. Right? It is. You came yep. in sixth, right? I th- yeah. Yeah, see? I did. I remember that. That's not even on my notepad. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's came in bad. sixth place. Oh, that was a strong field. You run a little bit I was trying. Field. I was chasing Shane Martin the whole day. You know, he beat me at Bow Show by about ninety seconds, I think. Right. And he beat me here by about that much too. Right. Uh, but he's just really fast downhill. He but just he, knows what he's doing. Yeah, he, he knows where you're at. Yeah. He's like he's he still exactly seconds. where I was. Oh, he's a seventy so, second. I'll speed up. <laughs> yeah. So, but as far as who I've talked to, I talked to Shane. I've talked a lot with Ben Wallace mm-hmm. um, about just kind of what he did going into Bear last year. Um, he's more of a low low mileage kind of guy, so uh, just kind of seeing that everybody does something different, you know, it's just about finding your comfort zone, finding what works for you. Right. And I, I think I find I I found what works for me. Jim Skaggs also ran Western. That's kind of local. Yeah. Um, but that's a good source to pull from, though. Shane Martin. I mean, he's been around and he's yeah. done it all, hard for rocks sure. and all these things, and he's so under the radar that he's yeah. done more than he probably knows he's already done. Right? <laughs> he's got some, probably got some FKT stuff in his pocket. He probably sure, does. Know, <laughs> he doesn't talk about Yeah, he's quick. So what's your mindset going into the race? I mean, <clears throat> is there things that, like right now, obviously it's Western States, obviously it's a 100-miler, but are there things in your head that you're, I don't say questioning, but you're nervous about, whether it's the heat, whether it's so much downhill, whether it's just the the circus of the race, you know, that absolutely affects some people, just how big and popular and kind of chaotic it is. Is there anything like that going through your head? Yeah, pretty much all of the above. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I plan, not to the extent that some people do, but I, I like to have an idea going into the race of, of what I'm going to do. And looking at Western, it's daunting because of the heat. And I... I think a lot of it in this sport is so mental. Yeah. Our ability to perform and to finish a race strong, you have to be in, a, in the right place mentally. And so, like, with the heat stuff, I just say to myself, well, when you were 300 pounds, you did two-a-days in 90-degree weather, right. you know, or 100-degree weather, so why can't you do it right now? Right. And just kind of trying to get my mind right. I know it's going to be the real deal mm-hmm. out there. I, I have no qualms about that. It's going to be the real deal. It's going to be hot. Uh, but I think just being ready ready to deal with it and just know that I've got to deal with it is just part of the race. Yeah. That's why it's a tough race. That's why people DNF it all the time. Uh, and then as far as, like, the downhill goes, uh, that's what killed me at the Bear. Yeah. I, I ran out of downhill legs, and so I've really worked on, on really hammering downhills. And I think, you know, as you get that much vert, you're, you got to go down. Yeah, you back down. So that, that's been good, and I think just the increased mileage will help there. The circus I'm excited about, though. Yeah, right. I think that's what's cool about the race. Mm-hmm. Like w- explaining to my parents, like Western States is like the Boston Marathon of ultra running, right. uh, and showing them the start line and how big of a zoo it is with 
all the cameras and all the media. Right. It, I'm excited for that part, and then it's just a regular 100-miler after that, <laughs> right? I mean, Pretty much. It's <laughs> At the end of the day, it's 100 miles, right? Everybody's yep. doing it. Everybody's doing the same conditions. Yep. Um, that's the one thing, because I went down uh, to pace Jim Skaggs, and that was the one thing I took away. It wasn't the heat, and I didn't run it. I yeah. didn't pace, but it was not hot then. But the check-in, all that stuff was crazy. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're taking blood pressure they're weighing you they're yeah. putting stuff on you they got this huge store to make sure you spend as much money as possible on stuff <laughs> yeah and, and there's cameras everywhere and there's like video people following people around with video cameras and you're like i don't even know who that person is yeah you know right. i mean it's it's a it's a nut and then you get on that climb and there's people always at the top right of the first climb so it's yeah and then that's when everybody changes out of their their special clothes and gets back into their running gear to right. get it on right <laughs> for sure you know and i uh I'm lucky. I've got a pretty good crew going out, so hopefully they keep me, so I don't don't do something stupid, uh, especially early on, because that's the key, right? Everybody says the key at Western is to just take it easy. You know, I've I've listened to the podcast with Canis that you guys did before Western yeah, right. or after. I can't remember who's before or after, but after. But he was he was talking about getting to Forest Hill uh-huh. with lakes. Right. And uh, you know he was like two hours behind, 24 hour pace or something, and just chipped away at it. And so I, I've got my my A1 big-time pacer, Heather Carter, that I run with a lot around here. She's yep. going out. She'll she's keep me. Fast. Yeah, yeah she's, she's fast. Winner of the Gib Wallace 10-miler on like the women's legit side. Legit winner, too. Yeah. yeah. It was a pretty tough race. Pretty talented women's field. Yeah, it was. Three <laughs> former Division One athletes there. One, two, three, I think. Uh-huh. So they're... Uh, hey, that's what we do. We bring it in. Bring it in, <laughs> we, for we sure. We bring the heavy hitters. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Killian had a broken leg, or I think he was coming. <laughs> he was, That's the sure. rumor I heard on Insta-Tweeter. There was a lot of Solomon stuff around. Yeah, when he went down the broken leg, I'm like, yeah, we'll refund well, your money. Ricky Gates was here. <laughs> he was. He yeah, was he on was. the course. <laughs> he did. Took some yeah. video. Yeah, we, we bring it. It was big time. <laughs> no, so with Heather out there, she'll keep me grounded. She's mm-hmm. seen me in a lot of bad places uh, mentally. So What's she good. taking you on the course? Uh, she'll take me 60 to the end. Okay, So wow. Forest Hill, 62. Right. Um, yeah, so that's the plan. That last 40. Yeah. Wow. She, getting her ready for Wasatch. Gotcha. She'll be ready. Yeah. She'll be a heavy hitter for Wasatch. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think will. so. Don't tell her that. I you know, she she she'll listen. I haven't looked at the entry. It's list, pretty deep field up for the women. Is, is it? it? Yeah. So there's Still a lot of talented women running. They running that. Huh. Yeah. It's good as she's running though. Yeah. So you got your crew. You got your your pace. Um, it, it sounds like you got most everything lined up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. So you're part of the logistical part you're kind of dialed so it's just more focusing on getting your body ready yeah exactly and how's the body been with all this increased mileage the change you know between tempo speed more vert has the body held up okay yeah Yeah, it's held up really well actually you know that's been the best part and that's what i love about the trails versus road right like uphill i don't think really ever hurts you you're going less impact. It hurts all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, got it doesn't. It, it doesn't hurt your joints though. Yeah. Right. Like it's you don't take that huge pounding, and you can you can control the downhill if your body's not feeling it that day. It's okay to go slow. Yeah. And that's I think the biggest thing I've taken away from this training is uh, it's okay to go slow sometimes. Right. It's okay to just be out there on your feet. Right. That's what I say like all the time. Yeah. Like I, it's it's okay to go slow. And it is okay. And that's all I do because <laughs> I remind myself that. Yeah. And so I, my body's held up good. I, I put some, I put a pretty steady block in, and, and I feel good about it. At this point, Squaw Peak's kind of my last long effort. Right. Uh, you know, I, I debated back and forth, had some, 
you know, different points of view on whether or not I should do both. And, and I, uh, my wife one day, she's like, well, what are you going to do that weekend if you don't race? Right. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'll probably run like 30 miles or something. And she's like, yeah, unsupported. And I'm going to have to like pick you up somewhere. <laughs> I'm going to have to like, you know, and she's just like, I'm going to have to, you're going to have to drop water. You're going to have right. to do all this stuff. Why don't you just run the race yeah. with your friends? And that's, that's what I'm going to do. Right on. Well, I think it still gives you time. It does. You know, to recover and, you know, yeah, take care of yourself after that. The way that they fall yeah. on the weekends. I mean, they're basically bookending it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I had a big effort earlier this year. Uh, I did rim to rim to rim. Mm. And that next Saturday, I I ran 15 miles fine. Okay. And so I, and that, I'm in better shape now than I was then. Right. So I hope. Well, last <laughs> weekend, I saw some photos. You're in the UNAs. Yeah. Right? We did a little King's Peak adventure. Actually, my mission buddy that uh, first introduced me to the idea of ultra running, uh, he came out. When he got married, uh, a couple of his brothers weren't around, and so it was kind of a a late bachelor party. So you went running? So we went and we hiked it. Yeah, we kind of hiked it pretty quick. We hiked into Dollar Lake the first day, camped, and then did King's Peak, and then all the way out the next day. Awesome. So it was it was a good adventure, good altitude training, good nice long. We were on our feet like 14 hours on right, there you that go. day because not every everybody was coming from sea level almost. Yeah. So they had a good I time at 13,000 feet. It was uh, a party. Got my sea legs. Zero to 4,000 feet. Hurting the cell, huh? I was in Bellingham last weekend, and me and Joel ran. That was my first run since I've been back trying to catch up. We weren't running, I guess, yesterday it was. We just ran just on the shoreline, and I'm like, I think I only have one functioning lung right now. <laughs> I still have salt, salt old, in my lungs. Old lunger here, yeah. you know, one lung. Oh, but, it, yeah, so, well, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, your training's been awesome, though. Like I said, we've seen you run on the trails. We've seen you on Strava, Uena's, yeah, Squaw Peak coming up. So what are you going to do after Squaw? That's the that's the big question, right? What can I really gain in those three weeks? Not much. Not I mean, the hay's pretty much in the barn at this point. Right. I'm going to recover that this next week and mm-hmm. see, you know, get out for a couple easy jogs probably and then do a decent week that next week, but nothing crazy. Right. You know, and then just take coast it right in. So do you do any other, do you have any other tools that you use? Do you do any type of massage therapy? Do you do stuff at home with, with stuff? Do you do recovery stuff? I mean, what's your recovery like for stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, so I do massage, you know, probably not as much as I should. Right. Not, I just don't feel like spending that much money sometimes. But I, I do about one a month. Okay. And then I, I roll my hamstrings and calves out and quads out as much as I feel like I need to, which is two or three times a week. Right. Uh, and that's about it for that sort of stuff. Recovery-wise, I'm not the best sleeper. That's probably where I, I have my biggest deficiency. So I, I like to stay up late. Uh, so that's probably where I, I should get better. But I, I recover pretty good. I'm young. I mean, I, I'm 30 years old. Holy I guess, cow. I say young, I mean, relatively young. Yeah. young. That's yeah. really young. I 30. It was like mid 30s. Yeah, it just turned 30. Lot, I, yeah, 30 miles from my 30th birthday. Nice. I didn't even think of age. The last time I'm going to do that. No, I was talking again. about that with. <laughs> I'm sad again. I'm sad again. Where's that food truck? I know. My birthday was <laughs> this morning. She turned like 35. Yeah, I was talking about that with Steph the other day. We did that. It did a Solomon Club group run or whatever. Yeah. and. And I was like, yeah, I think 30 is the last time I'll run my age in miles. I think I'm going to turn it into kilometers. <laughs> oh, that's good. Right? Kilometers. Yeah. Yeah. So 17, 18 miles next year. Yeah. yeah that's good. That's you get, better. Yeah. When you get mine and Joel's age, you go minutes. Sure. <laughs> good point. Yes. It's like, yeah, I'm going to oh, go out geez. for X amount of minutes. X amount <laughs> of my minutes. birthday. That's a good. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. That's a better plan. So can we put you on the spot with Western? Yeah. What's your goal? 
so I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm focused on sub-24. Oh, boy. Ooh, I love it. Yeah. Because I, I, I figure I'm only going to get out there once. Yeah, right. You know, I mean, that's that's my mindset. Who knows? Maybe I'll get lucky and get in, you know, Finish top year. 10, you will. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no way. This is the, the most stacked field of all time. It really and is. I and think. even, like, the not top guys are super fast. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of fast people heading out. Yeah. And so I, yeah. No all you got to do is at the aid station... Throw some football pads and a helmet in your drop bag. Taking people start, out. Just, just, yo, at the start, just at the <laughs> start line. I just, just dress to up. take Wamsley out. Yeah. Just take him out. Or just, just move a sign. Just move a sign. Oh, like yeah. one of the arrows. Just rotate it. <laughs> yeah. Rotate it the wrong direction. <laughs> get everybody lost. Yeah. That's what it would take. It'd, it'd take the, about the top 80 people to get lost probably for me to stop <laughs> 10. Top 10. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys come out, you could you could help that me out. Hook it up. Well, I think we're busy that weekend. We are busy. That yeah. What, what's, is that the 23rd? The, uh, is it the 23rd or yeah. the following weekend? Nope, it's the 23rd. We're not doing anything 23rd. I've got to be doing something. I'll be chasing food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be tapering. Guys, we, well, we've got our food truck ready. we got your cover ready. That's yeah. what you're doing. Yeah. We're not going to be a Western. Nope, not at all. Going the wrong direction. Not at all. No we'll way. There. A couple mm-hmm. middle-aged dudes. Nope. Yeah, most people have a little... Uh, Ambulance chaser radio, police radar, it's police scanner. I've got a food truck scanner. That's a good thing. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, yeah, I know where I'm at yeah. today. Um, so no, that's awesome, sub-24. Yeah, I, I figure I've got to go for it, but I'll be happy with the finish for sure. Yeah, you know, yeah, I mean, I, I want to run smart, and if running smart means that I run, you know, 29 hours, that's what it takes. But I, I think I put in the work. Uh, to to get it done, I don't mean. Hopefully, people aren't, aren't like, man, this guy's arrogant. No, no that's I love it because every everything you said on all these things, like I feel like I can do this. You know, like tomorrow right. at Squaw, you want to go sub eleven, right? You know, it's like you've put in the work, and I think that's the best thing. And we talk about it on the show a lot. There's this line where it's confidence and arrogance, right? right? Yeah, and, and it's more I think than ever because of social media, we lean more towards arrogance. Yeah, right. When you see stuff like that, but as a runner, as an athlete, as a human being. When you do put that kind of work in, it, some people sandbag a lot more than others. You yeah. know, they'll put the work in and go, yeah, you know, I just want to go have fun. Yeah. Next know, thing you which know, is true. Top 10. Yeah. yeah. But it's but which I like how you're just to the fact. So, you know what? I put the work in. This is what I'm capable of. I think I can do it if everything goes right. I mean, you some people won't put it on the line because they don't want people yeah, to repercussions yeah. either. You know, well, it's like, I'm, not, oh. I'm not afraid to fail either. Yeah. You right. know, I've failed plenty of times with plenty of things. It's you a know, experience. Yeah, that you you don't get better by taking it easy. Yeah, right. And that's that's the stupid jock football mentality, probably. And they still <laughs> where it's like, gotta lift weights, you know, and gotta get stronger. And that's the same kind of mentality you gotta have. I think you gotta not be afraid. Yeah. If you're if you're afraid, you're never gonna push yourself to that limit, which is what we're all trying to do here. Well, right. that's pretty much that's what all these big runs are, is yeah. you're seeing what you're capable of. And I like your mentality, like even tomorrow, I'm just going for it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, we'll go for it. And I like that. I like when we have people on the show that do that, because yeah. I'd like to do that someday. <laughs> I should usually start off that way, first mile or two. I'm like, yeah. this is the day. This is the day. Well, I'll know pretty, for yeah, <laughs> you know pretty quick if you start off going pretty hard. And, and then, it's you, have it. then it's the old saying, well, I'm not going to finish first. I'm going to slow down now. <laughs> yeah. That guy's going to beat me, so I better... I better walk it in from here. Yeah. 48 miles to walk it in. <laughs> um, then after Western States, take some time off. Yeah. Enjoy it. Yeah. I'm going to, I mean, I'm not going to take too much time off, uh, probably a week or, you know, so, but I'll, I mean, when I say time off, I won't put any like serious training in for a couple right. weeks, probably. I'll get out and jog around and, yeah. and shuffle a little bit, 
but then yeah we'll just kind of ease back into it and and I really want to have a good bear this year. Yeah. A real good bear. So sub 24. I'd hope so. Yeah. I mean, depends on the weather. Yeah, depends yeah. on the weather. Depend. I mean, we'll find out a lot here in three weeks yeah, about what what's realistic or not. I mean, right. it's, I've only raced the distance once, mm-hmm. and it was hard. Yeah. So we'll, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, it'll be a wake up call. I'll find out what's going on with my fitness and what I've got to do. Hopefully, lose ten more pounds by bear and right and run a race in there somewhere. I don't know what race I'll run. Speed Goat would be a good one for you. Yeah, I don't... That That'd sounds be a like a suffer close fest. to... Ah, he's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's fine. Look what at about Putts? He's doing that weekend. What weekend is that? That's a, yeah, that's almost all sold out, too. Yeah, I think the marathon's still open, though. Is it? Yeah. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to see what I can... I'm going to go out hard. It sounds pretty rugged out there, though. <laughs> that's what... So is the bear. Yeah, the yeah. bear is, but the bear has aid stations next to the road. That's true. <laughs> that's, doesn't it, right? No, it's all, like, it. horseback, packed yeah. sort of stuff. It sounds like you're afraid. What's going on? I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> yeah. That one scares me. No. <laughs> no I, logo? I'm definitely going to run... I'm never, definitely going to run another race, though. All I don't right. know if I'll run Skyline again or something else, but speed goat would be an option i just right that's a lot of climbing in a 50k yeah it is me and joel have We've been there it. before oh, what is it eleven thousand feet something it depends like on that. the year yeah, yeah. Really does. it depends on how gracious he feels if he's in a bad mood he's like nah we're gonna reroute it we gotta gain a couple more thousand feet yeah, a couple thousand one. more yeah, yeah. Okay. so are you gonna return the pacing duty for heather at yeah i am actually okay yeah so i'm i'm pacing her from brighton to the end i believe yeah. okay yeah. that's yeah. what now it's 30 30 ish 30 ish yeah. The new course always confuses me. Unless Bill me. Lowry gets the course changed again, like he proposed. Did you guys see that proposal? I did. I did. It looked pretty solid, the new one that he was proposing. Better than what it is now. Yeah. A lot For of people sure. don't like the end. Fix the finish? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to go back and look at his proposal. It's, it's a good proposal. Good. It really is. But, yeah, yeah that yeah. finish. Is he going to go through Park City Run Company? Yeah, that's what cool. he, that's what his plan was. Yeah. So I I think uh, I'm mentioning that because I'd love to run that race if they changed it to that. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people would. It, then I'll I'd get go back. back. On horse yeah, so I'd I'm just trying to drum up some support here, so rally yeah. the troops. <laughs> Let's make Wasatch great again. Right. Wait, we'll is the finish going to be page. down in American Fork area? Yeah, that's kind of what oh, the plan was. That's I think. legit. Yeah. yeah, a little easier for people too. You know, yeah, and that mountain and going back and forth. Yep. Mm-hmm. So that'd be that would be really cool. Hmm. So we want to get you on after Western for yeah. sure. We want to hear the play by play, especially see the shiny buckle. <laughs> yeah, see yeah. you standing up, you know, on the podium <laughs> by the people holding the cougar statues. Uh-huh. Who'll be in the background? <laughs> <laughs> I'll sneak up. I'll, yeah. I'll stalk some of those guys. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who I'll stalk though. There's too many guys to stalk out there. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's too many big time guys out running. Maybe right. I'll just try to stalk all the Utah guys. There's a, how, is there a lot so going on? I think Mark Hammond's running, Ooh, Jeff Browning, yeah, right. oh, uh, Meltzer's trying to break the 50 yep. and there's over record or whatever. Guys right there. He, yeah. called, he, he reached out to me. He's looking for a pacer, but I don't know. I'll be busy that weekend. Yeah. yeah. Will be. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even know that was a big deal, the whole oh, pacer thing. We were talking, me and my buddies were talking about it like I'd never even thought twice because I'm more like you, Eric, where it's like I want my friends to be there with me. You know, right. like Heather has to deal with me during the middle of the week, like looking like I'm dead. Right. You know, she might as well come out to Western States and enjoy it. Yeah. You enjoy know, the like, training. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's like uh, running with your friends, I think, is why I do it. Yeah. And that's one of my mindsets. I mean, we had we just talked about it on our Thursday podcast last week on single track. And that was one of my things I didn't bring up is I enjoy being there with my friends. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's it's funner. 
and and there will be a time I do a no pace, no crew, absolutely, because I definitely want to try that out. But yeah. I, I've enjoyed, even on the pacing side, I've enjoyed it. And I'm like, wow, this is kind of cool. But on the running side, kind of the same thing. So, yeah, there'll be a lot of fast, not just Utah. I mean, Joel and I have talked for a while about a woman finishing top ten. Yeah. You know, it, you know it's, it's going to be hard this year just with the field. But where it could happen, I think when that... The year that that I don't remember her name. I'm I, I don't mean to you know disrespect, but when she finished third, the year that that guy collapsed on the track, right? Oh It yeah. was that year. Uh-huh. She finished third, and and it was because a lot of the guys just didn't run smart, and she outlasted them because women are tougher. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah. I think there's a lot of data that backs that up, mm-hmm. and I think something like that could happen this year. You know, right. with all, with as many fast guys as there are. Yeah. I mean, just like Ryan Sands won last year because he was smart. Right. Yeah. And you you look at that, and so maybe Courtney DeWalter runs a great way, a great race, and sneaks into that top ten because yep. those other guys are just dumb, and she's tough. Each other up. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of and there's a lot of smart, tough women in yeah. the field. Right. And they'll run a the guys race. Aren't. Yeah. They'll run a smarter oh, race. Guys are tough. Guys are tough for sure. I mean, yeah, every, that's the whole guys. thing is it's it's tough. But yeah, Joel said sometimes. I mean, we've all seen it. We've all heard about it. But yeah. some of those guys just go out so stinking hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it doesn't matter. Who you are, the the heat, mm-hmm. nutrition, all that stuff can just yep. just take yeah. its toll on you. And I think some, I think there's a possibility for sure that a woman sneaks in the top ten. That'd be awesome. Uh, based on talent alone, though, I mean, there's a lot of talented people running oh, yeah. the race. It's gonna be an interesting. I think we've we've said it and we'll beat it, but it's it's just deep. Yeah, like men, women, I don't care. It's just deep for runners. Period. For sure. Like you get top twenty, you got a feather in your cap. Yeah, point, I sure. mean, it's <laughs> starting to get into the UTMB territory, but with way less runners. Yeah, right? Right. imagine if it had the amount of runners, runner oh, spots yeah. as UTMB, then we'd be talking about something similar. I think. Right. Where yeah. If you've got it in the top twenty, that's a highlight. Right. Yeah, there's definitely there's definitely that top. What's your nutrition stuff like? I'm always interested in uh, interested in hearing about that. Like, do you, are you a solid food guy? Are you a gel guy? Are you a food truck guy? I mean, what do you what do you look for on the course? What's your plan? double cheeseburger guy? Just oh, another pizza just pulled up. Yeah, another <laughs> one just did. We got, love. we got all love waffle love, love and cut bop. Give a yeah. shout out. Let's get get a sponsorship for the show over there too. Uh, no, but I, you know, the road running background comes into play here. Yeah. Uh, goos aren't a problem for me. Right. So I try to do goo and, and some kind of electrolyte drink yeah. as long as I can. And then, like, as I need it, food. You know, like last year at the Bear, soup and quesadillas. <laughs> and, right. You know, whatever they gave me, I would yeah. eat and just, just, just hammer it. Right? Yeah. And my, you know, knock on wood, the my stomach hasn't been an issue. That's right. awesome. So we'll... We'll find out tomorrow because that'll be the first time that I've I really pushed it like this for right. you know 50 miles and that's yeah. a different animal. Just take a Bahama Mama and a chimichanga <laughs> and just test it. Dude, just not test do your the gut. Bahama Mama. Don't do it. I'll just stop at Maverick it. on the way down. There you go. Oh, We're gonna Bahama Mama for breakfast. Just some just some like peppers. Yeah, some peppers, jalapenos. <laughs> yes, some jalapenos. Yeah. Jalapenos. Yep. Throw that. Wrap it in the foil. Stick it in your hydration vest. When it time comes, you really want to test your gut, see how iron it is, hit it. I think I could do it, you know, probably like, you know, right, right before Bozone Hill, 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 right yeah. before Bozone yeah. Hill, just so pound can, it. So it can sit and Yeah, it. just yeah. so it sits in my gut, and then I throw it all up at the top. Well, because you yeah. got to, if you have some jalapenos in there, it's going to be spicy. It's like fueling the fire, yeah. right? You're going to feel that burn, yeah. and you're going to think, this is awesome. For and sure. And maybe not. And then it... But it'd be like a rocket booster to the end, right? There you go. For sure. I mean, total boost. I'm just oh, saying, yeah. we, we've come up, we were talking about this on our run today. There's a lot of, I remember I was talking to, it might have been Aaron Hill who climbs 
ridiculous amounts of vert, but uh, we were talking about all the training theories and plans out mm-hmm. there. I said, they're everywhere. Yeah. You know, she goes, there's some dumb ones. I'm like, yeah, but there's some really good ones. Yeah. Like, taper up. Yeah. Taper <laughs> up. Yeah, sure. Exactly. You know, yeah. there's, there's a lot of data. We're still waiting for data to come in on that. <laughs> hey, well, Keep Choge doesn't believe in tapering, and he's the fastest marathoner in the world right so now. Who's that? Uh, Eliud Keep Choge, the guy who tried to break two hours. I should have him Nike. start pronouncing single track session names. Know, right? <laughs> you that rolled off your tongue. Yeah, I would have no, been, like, been like Chalupa, just a big Chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he like doesn't taper, you know, like See? He doesn't taper. And he it does good. That guy that won the Boston Marathon, that Japanese guy, he doesn't taper. He What's runs. his name? I can't remember his name, to be honest. <laughs> I just want to put you on the spot. No, I, no but he uh, he's run like a million, I mean a million, that sounds a super lot. intelligent. That's a lot. He's run a lot of sub-220 marathons, yeah, and he right. just runs all the time and races yeah. a ton, and you know, like like Killian even Killian even made a post about it after like like you don't need to taper or something. See, right? I'm telling so, you, we're yeah. just the first ones that really kind of came out and put our foot in the ground, you yeah, know, our sure. stake yeah. in the ground There's to listen. No need to taper. What's Who needs this? To taper. It's I mean, ridiculous. You hear, I'm I'm tired of social media and Facebook people complaining about getting ornery. And I'm tapering. I'm on taper tantrum. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, well, then, then go why run? Do it? Yeah, then don't do it. Yeah, yeah, taper run. up, and you'll be like heading into that race like peak. Yeah, peak yeah. performance. Yeah, right. you want to be sharp. Yep, yep. got to be, got to be ready to roll. So it'll catch on more. I think, when, sure. like I said, when the data comes in, we got some people working on it back okay. at NASA. Um, they should have some stuff pretty soon. Um, some graphs and charts and. Pie charts and bar graphs. Yep. Yeah, yeah. bar graphs are legit. I'm yeah. more. I'm mostly interested in the pie though. The yeah. pie charts. When I see a pie chart, yeah. I just go. <laughs> I'm like that piece. I shouldn't have made yellow because I want lemon meringue pie for sure. <laughs> key lime is green. <laughs> Look at all the people that ate the key lime pie. <laughs> well, we're we're pumped to have you on the show. We've been trying to do this for a little while. We're kind of getting our act together, but uh, great story though. I love I love the stories when we talk to people. Because there's so many out there. I mean, again, I can't wait to see w- what you look like at 300 pounds because that's that's just daunting. Yeah. When you look at that, a lot of weight on the little frame. Uh, 100 pounds. I yeah. mean, that's that's a lot of weight. It yeah. is. That's four solid Thanksgiving turkeys. Yeah. You know what I mean? And big pick, pick those up. Turkeys. I know. Lots of taters. Yeah. I, mean, I do that once in a while. I go to the store. I'm like, man, if I could drop 25 pounds, I will go pick up. 25 pounds of some type of meat. Yeah. yeah. Holy crap, that's heavy. Well, and think of we complain about when our pack's five pounds, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I got a heavy pack. That's why it's people ask me, me how much your shoes weigh. I'm like, I don't care. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> 3.75 ounces. Yeah, it's like, yeah. how much does my gut weigh? That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> how much do your shoes weigh? My shoes are comfy. My gut ain't so much. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> For sure. Well, we're excited to see how you do tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, we'll be following along for... Uh, Speed or Squaw Peak, and then right. we'll obviously have the results. This will post after the race, this right. this podcast. Yeah. But super excited to see you at Western. That's so cool. We were pumped for you, mm-hmm. um, even though we didn't know you because we know what a chore that is to get in. Plus, you're representing Ogden. Yep. Yeah. So that's going to be cool. What are you wearing for the race? Uh, you know, I, I know what I'm wearing tomorrow. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm wearing my classic Ric Flair Woo shirt. Oh, I've oh, seen that. Yeah. You wore the Grand Canyon. Yeah. Ooh, that's, that's the best right. shirt. Yeah. I've got my Solomon Red shorts, yeah. Trail Runners shorts that I like, and and uh, my my little uh, Ric Flair yellow T-shirt is that 100 percent or 50 50? It's 50 50. Okay, so it yeah, will breathe okay. a little bit. It actually bit fits pretty light. Okay. Yeah, so it feels good. You cut holes in it or t- I, like I actually, slice the bottoms? I actually thought yeah. about crop topping it for Western, you but I don't know if people would do. appreciate it. <laughs> you, or else you just need two to guys right here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll support it. We'll, well sponsor I say the people, shirt. I, I don't think my wife would appreciate <laughs> seeing me in a crop top. Let's not bring her into the. 
just bust it out. No, yeah, I just d- don't you even know, I, I raced Bo Show in an NWO shirt too, oh like an NWO Wolfpack shirt. So that's awesome. I like the pro wrestling. Nice. Yeah, it's about as legit as the NBA, you know. <laughs> so it's not fixed. The, no. the officiating. If yeah. anybody watched the first finals first game last night, I watched it. Was it. Fixed. Come on, J.R. Smith. Is <coughs> yeah, that was his fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. You can't reverse a call. I know. I know. But, but that still. late in the game, yeah. Like, I'm not sure. Let's reverse it. Let's reverse yeah. it. That was that was a block on LeBron. <laughs> Can you imagine if they re- they reviewed every foul? <laughs> yeah, you know, I just think LeBron will probably will him to a couple wins for sure. Uh, they, I think they're done. I think that was emotionally. Yeah, that was. Well, no, they probably are. JR though, dude. <laughs> like dong. seventh grade. Yeah, move. exactly. Like, what's the score? How much time's left? <laughs> Which like, ways are who? That was freaking Christian Leitner. <laughs> it was. Call timeout, right? Uh, Chris Weber. No, but oh yeah, Chris. Yeah, Weber. Chris Weber without a timeout. Yeah, that was that hilarious was a, watching that. that. Everybody's looking at him like what? And then all the twi- tweets from NBA players like yeah. in the league now like what in the hell? Yeah, <laughs> no. Anyways, sorry to get off. That's all right. Okay. That's what we do. There. Yeah, yeah. That's what we do. Well, yeah, that'll be cool to see some. Yeah, if you, the other thing to do to the shirt is if you just take the scissors and cut it uh, vertically and, and then tie the, the ends. Oh yeah, <laughs> you know uh, that mean? is a great idea. Because when you Come run, on. that's going to look. You sweet. <laughs> do it. Come on now. It actually fit pretty good with Squaw Peak, right? Yeah. I mean, it, oh uh, it yeah. Would. You, you know, got yeah. Time, you got enough time between now and tomorrow morning to do. I that. don't know if I can cut that shirt up though. We'll get can you we another one. Yeah, we'll get you another one. You got to order it off rickflair.com. That's okay. We'll give you the money. <laughs> we'll we'll we'll, sup- we'll sponsor that shirt. That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm tempted. I might do it. You might see some pictures of a guy with like a, a shredded shirt. Just the bottom. You just got to cut it yeah. evenly like and that, then tie the knot yeah, at the very end. Yep. Yeah, either that or tube top. Your choice. Did the Ultimate Warrior do that, or Randy Savage? One of those guys Lita did Ford. that. They didn't probably they? both did that. They probably both did. Yeah, Lita I Ford, think they're yeah. competing. Lita Ford. <laughs> Sorry about that <laughs> reference, everybody. Oh just taking it, just taking it way back. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a party last Saturday night. That's oh, where we're going. Hey um, well, that'll be cool. We're excited. Uh, we're super excited about Western, though. We we can't wait to get you back on the show. Probably uh, sometime in July. Yep. We'll give you right time on. to come back, but we don't want to wait too long. We got to be fresh. Yeah. No, I, whenever you guys want to have me on, I'd love to be back on. We right. still want to see the salt crystals on your face, fresh from that race. <laughs> we could do that. I mean, I, I sweat a lot, so we all, we all do. I could just we not shower do. for a couple weeks. That's 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 the, well. the sweating is profuse. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. gets a lot worse. I'm sweating yeah. right now. Yeah. Me too. Now that it warmed up, I'm feeling came out. Still. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Thanks again, and uh, yeah, just thanks. Thanks for everything. Thanks for your help with the race, and it's awesome to have runners like yourself in the community here. Um, you know, obviously, people know that listen to the show we talked to a lot of people from this area for ease a little bit for sure but they're all great stories mm-hmm. uh, first western states i mean a lot of people are captive so captivated by that that they're going to be listening along because someone's going to be listening to this show when they do western next year yeah. you know like i'm going to go back and listen to that episode um, so there's a lot of stuff that can be said but your story as well and you know stress it enough just good people here in this area is something we're pretty lucky about so it's what keeps me here from moving to bellingham it's a great community (laughs) it really is it really is so again thanks for coming on the show we're going to break here there's some uh, food trucks calling our name and lines are going to get longer so we'll break this out this is uh the trail manners podcast episode 115 and on this one go ahead and uh shoot out a little uh, good luck to preston here on the facebook page uh, send him away with some good vibes. So this is Eric, Joel, and Preston, and we are. Thank you for listening to the Trail Manners Podcast. We'd like to thank Preston Wood for taking the time to join us today and wish him luck at the Western States 100 later this month. 
We also want to encourage everybody to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Trail Manners or swing by the website at trailmanners.com. There's still a few pieces left in the shop, or you can hit us up on the contact page. Let us know what you want to see, who you want to hear, or if you would like to be on the show. Until next time, this is Eric Manning with Joel Hatch reminding you, you don't get what you wish for, you get what you work for. Now go get it. <laughs>